10 to 2, always a very popular segment, pet health, so I won't dilly-dally. Quite a few calls coming through for Dr Rob Zamet. Paul, what's your question for Rob? Yeah, hi, Deb and Dr Zamet. I, um, I've got a nine- and a third-year-old beagle, and um, he, he's got lingering kennel cough. Oh. It's not that bad, but I'm just wondering whether I should go to the vet and get antibiotics for well, him. What do you suggest, Rob? It's pretty contagious, oh, yeah. isn't it? It's very contagious, and if he's really bad, it can turn into pneumonia. So some antibiotics and some anti-inflammatories. Um, if you can't get to the vet, some anti-inflammatories would help. You could use some aspirin as an anti-inflammatory. It takes away the inflammation. <clears throat> Cow cough is one of two bugs, um, either a, a parainfluenza bug or bordetella bronchiceta. You might think, well, that's a fancy name. It's whooping cough. Or the telepatosis is whooping cough. Mm. So, yes, it's just like whooping cough in kids, very infectious and causes a lot of inflammation of the upper respiratory tract, but it can develop into uh, more if you don't look after it. Yeah, so get some treatment would be a good idea there, Paul. George, what's the advice you need? Uh, just some help with uh, allergies, as he was, the, the vet was just talking about. Um, I have a five-year-old black German shepherd, and he suffers from a lot of skin allergies. Um, he's already on a fish diet, um, trying to rule out chicken or meat. Mm. But he still has gets a lot of sores in his skin. Okay, we'll see if Rob... How long has he been on the fish al- uh, diet for? How long? Uh, at least... Sorry, two week? years now. So. Oh. oh, two years. If it's still happening, um, then it's not not uh, dietary related. It's more contact allergy with uh, things in the environment. And the drugs I mentioned before do apply to this dog. I don't know if your vets talk to you about them, but Apoquil tablets, um, not cheap, but they work very well in most cases. In fact, over 90% of cases they work on, there's no side effects. That's fabulous. Um, otherwise, side point injection once a month, or if you have to... Uh, go to cortisone. With a dog like that, I tend to use what's called pulse therapy. We use it for three or four days a week. Um, and I have one dog, one German Shepherd, a client of mine tells me he has to give it only once a week. Now, that the books will tell you that doesn't work, but that dog didn't read the books. <laughs> him, once a week works. And yeah. So there's no side effects for him, but he gets a dose of, uh, of that once a week and it's working for him. So talk to, need to, to talk to your vet and get on top of it because the infection... Uh, in the skin can get very bad. The inflammation's irritating enough, but then it becomes infected as well. Yeah, and and Marion's asking too, just with the ear infections, she's got a purebred poodle, her third, Mm -hmm. and she says the first one got ear infections until she decided to remove all of the hair from inside the ear, and she says he'd never had an infection since then. Is that something that you can do, Rob? Yes, if you've got a dog with very hairy ears um, and it's got an infection, then I'd recommend removing it. If you've got very hairy ears and no infection, leave them alone. Don't start something because, remember, plucking the hair out is going to cause some inflammation in itself. But, yes, if your dog's got infection and got hairy ears, I just use my thumb and finger to gently pluck a little bit at a time. I don't like using forceps because you get too much and it hurts the dog. Mm. You can just do a little bit of time, a little bit each day. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine the reaction from Scooby the dog. If I did that, I'd have to do a little bit of a day, as you say. <laughs> Kathy's got a, an unusual pet question here. Hello, Kathy. Hi there, Deb and Dr. Rob. About three weeks ago, this little frog 
seems to have made its home permanently in our house. Is it okay to keep a frog as a pet? A frog? A little frog. He's absolutely gorgeous. I don't want to get rid of him. And the thing is, I wanted to know what I should feed him on anyway. Mm, Okay, let's see. I mean, frogs do make quite quite, uh, handsome little pets. People put them in like an aquarium with some dirt and a little bit of water. Uh, That keeps them a bit safer. If If you think he's got enough fluid, enough water, that's very, very important. Uh, it, it shows that the environment around your house is a good, clean environment. Frogs are a great uh, indicator of a clean environment. Mm. So that, that's pretty good. But uh, as far as feeding him, you can go down to um, some of the pet shops and they will have things that you can feed frogs, everything from mealy worms to even insects that they'll eat, those sort of things. Mm. But you know, don't go spraying insects and then feeding them those. That's toxic. <laughs> oh, of course, the spray, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go, Cathy. You've got a, a good home if you've got a frog wanting to move in. Rob, always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure to be with you again, Deb. All the best. Dr. Rob Zammett there. And, yes, he is legendary. I'll stick by that association. And you can hear his pod- podcast, The Doggy Pod. It's on all platforms. You can also follow The Doggy Pod on social media.